to your mother it's time for another episode of birds with friends just a couple of feathery brethren weathering any season to see the eagles eating teams like bacon steaks and cheese it's philadelphia bow and shield in the cut kicking it cooler than two penguins still bows old arch nemesis greg cosell shows up and it gets real pull up a branch and chill it's time to get ill with some birds with friends the early bird skips the worm and prefers getting turned like a turn on some birds with friends. Bowolf and Shukapati are coming at you with stats and things flapping their wings. Birds I'm gonna have friends. the rest of my life with these kids. Birds wow. Get, we gotta get that in a drop uh, immediately. I was editing that one out. That didn't come out quite There's no editing. No, no editing yeah, on this that's podcast. The one of birds with friends. No editing. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome. To Birds with Friends for part two of the best of the nest, Jeffrey Lur Eagle. Draft. Bo Wolf Shilkapadia, Zach Berman here. You are listening to this presumably on a different day, but we are still in the same day as it's being recorded. We have been through 11 rounds so far, and Zach is on the clock with the first pick of the 12th round. But just to reset, let me run down the rosters. Uh, I started things off with Jason Peters as the first pick. And followed uh, with my roster with Deshaun Jackson, Doug Peterson, Jim Johnson, Malcolm Jenkins, Brian Westbrook, William Fuller, Brandon Brooks, Irving Fryer, Asante Samuel, and Fred Barnett. Sheil with the second pick took Brian Dawkins and followed him up on his roster with Carson Wentz, Andy Reid, T.O., Trent Cole, Zach Ertz, Brandon Graham, John Runyon, Todd Harrimans, Alshon Jeffrey, and Andy Harmon. And Z.B., Went with Donovan McNabb and Trey Thomas and followed them up with Hugh Douglas, Fletcher Cox, Troy Vincent, Jason Kelsey, LaShawn McCoy, Lane Johnson, Jeremy Macklin, Corey Simon, Jeremiah Trotter. Sheil, how are you doing? Good. I'm excited to, uh, I know this is Zach's brand, but uh, I don't know if I've been jonesing for a draft (laughs) or some type of sports engagement, but uh, I don't like to admit it, but I'm enjoying this. All right, Zach, uh, you are... On the clock, you can begin part two of our proceedings. Yeah, so with my pick so far, and if you heard the first episode, you heard me talk about Pro Bowls and All Pros, focusing on kind of peak performance. In this in, in this pick here, I'm looking more at the overall body of work, and that is uh, third during this era in receiving yards. Uh, he is fourth in this era in receiving touchdowns. He is second in this era in receptions. Uh, not a not considered an elite player, but considered an all-time eagle, and that is Brent Selleck as my tight end. You are uh, buying the property on Selleck Island. Yes. You know Selleck because of the way his like what he was at the end of his career. I think we forget that he like there was a stretch where he was just a beast with the yep. ball in his hands. Yes. I mean, do you remember that? He would just make catches and stiff arm and run people over and get up and do his first down signal. Uh, never missed a game, right, in his entire no, career? No, missed, that... missed one game. That, oh, Thursday, missed one night, game. that Thursday night game that <laughs> oh, in, right. in 2012 when he had a concussion. I feel like you've definitely reminded <laughs> me of that before, and I'll continue to uh, forget most likely. But, uh, yeah, he had 971 yards in 2009, 811 in 2011. And then, uh, you know, you get the second iteration of his career where he's the the big brother, number two tight end who turned into uh, a good blocker. So, um, 
Yeah, I think um, if you're sort of a younger listener who just remember the latter days of uh, Selleck's career or got into Eagles fandom late, uh, go go watch some clips from uh, like 2009. The guy was a beast. All right, Shield. I'm up. Okay, you are up. All right, let's see here. Uh, you know what? I don't. I haven't drafted anyone. I believe at this uh, position so far. I guess I should probably know that, but. Uh, this is uh, another guy who just, uh, you know what, I want this guy on my team. Um, you know, you can make the case for some others at this uh, position, but I say you can't go wrong when a guy's going to put on the uh, the mask as he runs out of the tunnel. Interesting. Uh, and just be a rock-solid cornerback, physical, tough, laying out Reggie Bush. Uh, he doesn't always uh, need the limelight. Uh, another just high culture guy. Again, we got to balance it out with some of these other uh, knuckleheads I got on the team. And so I'm going Sheldon Brown. Uh, 98 career starts, did not miss a game in eight seasons with the Eagles. Uh, and I'm going to have him as my cornerback to team in the secondary with Brian Dawkins. I mean, I love me some Sheldon Brown. Uh, he, in my first year covering the team, he was like my favorite guy to talk to. Uh, everything you said goes but i i feel like this is maybe a bit of a stretch over the two other guys who are on the board over him but go ahead i respect yeah. it yeah yeah i'm guy feel good about it I Listen, like he'll it. be he'll be locking down uh he'll deshaun jackson's not going to get off the line shelby's mm. just going to knock him over well you know you talk about <laughs> getting guys who you want and uh this is a player who i did not have enough respect for uh before this exercise and he is the only person at his position that I wanted to come out of this draft with. Uh, and I thought about maybe going with a little bit earlier, but I didn't want to do it because it's, it's linebacker. Uh, but this is a player who I think his game really translates yes, uh, yes, to this does. era. And uh, that is Willie T. Yes. Uh, William Thomas, two Pro Bowls and the, the incredible ball production. So many interceptions. Uh, he is, I can, I can plug him out there. He can be my, you know, my, my one dime linebacker in passing coverage, I feel great uh, about coming out of this draft with Willie T. That's who it was down to for me, was uh, was Willie T or Sheldon Brown. Uh, you know, I hadn't drafted a corner yet, but uh, yeah, fan. I mean, there were two good linebackers, yes. really, in this entire uh, thing, and you guys uh, took both of them. So um, I, I will be playing a lot of dime. <laughs> uh, and then uh, with my next pick, uh, I want to – I think there's there are uh, – really only a couple very, very good offensive linemen left. And I want to make sure I get one uh, to go with Jason Peters and Brandon Brooks. And now there's uh, maybe some, some worry about Jason Peters and this guy getting along, but uh, they did it enough for him to go to back-to-back -back Pro Bowls. Give me Evan Mathis at left guard. Okay. There you go. Evan Mathis, the, the PFF darling. Yes. Very good. Well, so Bo, you still have not drafted a quarterback, huh? And I am tempted to really uh, think I'm thinking about boxing you out. This is here. game theory uh, here, right? Uh, yeah, this is this is a spot where we could really, um, you know, in many ways, torpedo your entire roster. So uh, listen, I don't know if I'm going to do it here. I'm looking at my board, but uh, just uh, just just tread lightly, my friend. You know, you could be left. Uh, you could be left without a uh, without a quarterback. Okay, let me look at the guys here. On my board, mm, do I do I double up there? There are some. Uh, do I do I get the whole band uh, back together? Do I go with sort of a different type of uh, player at that position? Those those are both 
intriguing options. I'm not going to go there. Uh, is it too early for a backup quarterback? It may not be. Uh, I don't know, but do I want a guy with like an all-pro ceiling? You know, that, that also um, could be an option. This is tough. This is, uh, this is very tough. Whew. All right, I'm going to wait there. I'm not going to pull the trigger, and I am going to look elsewhere. And uh, all right, I think I'm going to shore up the, uh, the offensive line. I'm gonna get my Michael Phelps on. Mm, oh, that, this was my pick. Uh, I, I, okay. I got, got. Listen, I like guys who like to get after it. You know, we, we got, <laughs> we got Todd Hermans, we got Sean Andrews. Yes. <laughs> um, so uh, we're, we're definitely gonna need some, uh, some strong leadership from some of our other guys. But uh, I like that. I will go with Sean Andrews at uh, right guard. Obviously, you're not getting the longevity that you might be getting with um, with some of these other players. But, man, at the at the height of his powers, uh, not many guys who were better than him at, uh, at playing guard. So I'm going to slide him in there. Uh, I got two guards in, uh, in Andrews and Todd Harriman's to team with John Runyon. Get your Michael Phelps on, your Michael Phelps on. Get <laughs> really, your that's the Phelps only – I had to get him so I could Phelps. say that, yeah. Yeah, that's, uh, that, look, look he that's, was a, that's dominant, a really good yeah. pick. Yeah, that's a really good pick, and that's that's the player I, I was planning on going with here. Well, he and Mathis, uh, when I those were the those were the two you know high high level offensive linemen left. So I think it, it makes sense for you to for you to get him there. Okay, so I'm I'm, I'm going to alter my strategy here. Oh, oh mid midway wow. through the draft, I like this. What happened to sticking to the board? board? Well, I am sticking to the board technically. <laughs> it, like like literally, I'm I'm yeah. going very high up on my board here. Uh, and look, Howie Roseman is not grading this. Um, but if Howie as Roseman was, you, maybe he is. if Howie Roseman was, I'm going to get credit because I am using my resources on a backup quarterback mm. and oh, I'm doing it because look, I have the best quarterback in franchise history, but what happens if he went down in week 14, then what, what do I do? Mm. Uh, and you know what I do? I turn to somebody who is okay being the backup quarterback and knows that he can be called upon on a moment's notice. And we're trying to build a Super Bowl team. What about a Super Bowl MVP? I am going with Nick Foles. With oh, this pick. interesting. I think it's a good pick. Nicky franchise. So I cannot team up Wentz and Foles together. All right. So Bo cannot get Nick Foles. So Bo is down to, uh, I mean, there could be other guys on his list. He's down to two quarterback options. Uh, we, we don't need to name them in case he's got uh, a different board uh, than I do. <laughs> but uh, he, he's got to uh, he's got to pick a a quarterback pretty soon. Nick Foles. So you've got Donovan McNabb and Nick Foles now. Uh, Zverm. I mean, this is the ultimate uh, getting WI callers, WIP callers in a huff <laughs> with this quarterback combination. I mean, week one, they're going to be calling for but Nikki. That's franchise. the key. Look, look, I, I, I need a guy who's okay being the number two. Okay. You know, we, we know Donovan McNabb sometimes has, has the thin skin, uh, or I, I shouldn't say the thin skin, but you know, that, that, that he can look over the shoulder. Nick Foles is okay in that role. And if McNabb goes down, I'm confident that my guy can win you a Super Bowl. Uh, so, nope. so that's where I went there. And then my next pick here, similar to the to the uh, Brent Selleck logic, but this guy did make a Pro Bowl. 
and I think he would actually be a, a good fit in today's NFL. You, you see these these big wide receivers. Well, give me a big cornerback, Bobby Taylor. Nine mm. seasons with the team, one Pro Bowl. I have that Troy Vincent Bobby Taylor combination. That was the best quarter. That was the best cornerback combination, in my opinion. That's how those early two thousands Eagles were able to do as well as they did. So give me Bobby Taylor. Yeah, tall, long corner, 109 starts. I remember uh, going to the vet and watching those great matchups between him and uh, Michael Irvin, right, uh, d- during that time. So uh, that that is uh, that's a good pick. The corners are shrinking a little bit they now are. with the with that uh, Bobby Taylor pick. So I I think by you making that selection, you're making me have to go corner and. Um, you know, there are a couple of, a couple of guys I'm looking at here, but uh, I think I have to go with the guy who's giving me uh, longevity. And, uh, man, I'm really getting the band back together, baby. Uh, I'm going to go with Lito. Mm-hmm. Lito Shepard, uh, 61 starts, two-time Pro Bowler. I did not know until looking at this that he was a two-time Pro Bowler. Mm-hmm. Ball hawk. And, ball hawk. And so uh, I'm getting Sheldon, Lito, and B-Doc. We're getting the entire uh, secondary bow. You might have to trade me uh, Jim Johnson for a quarterback uh, <laughs> later on. <laughs> but um, so, uh, yeah, the, the, my, listen, my defense is, uh, is shaping up pretty nicely. We got edge rush, we got corner, and we got uh, B-Doc. So uh, I am happy with that pick. All right. Uh, well, now it is time for me to, uh, <laughs> to do what I am not – this is back this, to back QBs. This is exactly what I'm going to do. Uh, and I feel good about this because I'm getting two guys with remarkable upside and uh, the backup is happy to be a backup. And his season is maybe the best season of any Eagles quarterback, uh, even though it was a short time. So give me Michael Vick and I get his, you know, his explosive 2010 but I also am getting a guy who, who turns the ball over a little bit. I understand that. And I'm taking Jeff Garcia, baby. He's our baby. Michael Vick, Jeff Garcia. Oh. And boy, do they have uh, what weapons they have with Westbrook, Deshaun, Irving Fryer, and Fred Barnett. I feel very good about this. Uh, and, and I think the two of them will get along well. I think the locker room is going to welcome both these guys. I feel great about, about Michael Vick and Jeff Garcia. Very interesting. I mean, I wouldn't feel great about it. Uh, you know, you're going to turn the ball over. Uh, Jeff Garcia, how old was he? 36? Jeff Garcia's Thir- season. Oh. Let me pull it up. Yeah, six games. Yeah, but his... his 36 uh, years old, you're getting him at. That's great for a backup quarterback. Uh, you, I mean, we might need to... Zach, we might need to make a stipulation where Bo can add a third quarterback because I don't think you're getting 16 <laughs> games uh, from Vic and Garcia. <laughs> so if you want to draft a third guy, uh, go ahead. I feel great. I feel very, very good. I think you got to look at, at... You look at that Garcia season, uh, and I know it's only uh, a, few, a handful of games, but he was so good. Uh, he's, he's the best backup quarterback this side of Nick Foles. Okay, he he was great during that six game stretch. Fans loved. I feel like if you polled fans about sort of their most fun stretches uh, during this era, that would rank higher than many would expect because it just sort of, you know, you got this old guy you're expecting nothing out of, and he was he's just uh, got him going. I think they went five and one right down the stretch there, and uh, played very well. So okay. All right, Sheila, it's uh, back to you. Oh man, I don't have a lot of guys I want on my board anymore. We're reaching that part in the fantasy mm. draft. Let's see. What do I need here? Do I draft my boy there? Think about it. Big Bows. 
that I can wait on now. I don't need to. Uh, <laughs> I don't need to do that anymore now that all the qu- you guys aren't taking any more uh, any more quarterbacks. So I do need to find a backup for uh, Carson Wentz. Sam Bradford's to- still there, man. I guess you could <laughs> take a third quarterback as your flex if you so so chose. Oh well, okay. I didn't. Uh, I didn't think about that. Uh, let's see. Who else do I want here? Hmm. This is not easy to. I don't don't really like any of those guys enough to take them. Oh man! All right, you guys talk amongst yourselves. Sorry, I mm. got to stall here for a minute and look. This is tough. So, uh, Bo, was was the plan Vic Garcia, no matter what, or was was Foles higher than? Vic? No, the plan once we restarted was at this spot. I was going to take back to back quarterbacks, and I would have taken Foles third. I would I would I had Foles ahead of Vic. There's I don't think there's a. A good so, case to be made for vice. I disagree. I think there's absolutely a case for Vic over Foles. Well, the way I looked at if it, you're, as ahead. your number one, yes, especially as, as the number one, I'd like. Yeah. To so if if I was in the spot where where uh, the the McNabb Wentz group went one two, I was going to wait for for Vic and Foles and have Vic one Foles two. Mm. But I, I thought Foles fit better as the backup. I think that's right. Yeah. Uh, no, I feel I feel very good about about where I've landed with the quarterbacks. You like your squad, huh? Hmm. Uh, this is a tough one. I mean, I'm, I'm not, I've got weaknesses, and I okay. I, li- I think I like I like Zach's plan of uh, he's he's deciding that he's just going to call all the plays. <laughs> all right, this no is, coaching this staff. This is game theory overall. There's there's I mean, both you guys took head coaches, no, so I, I can literally wait until my last pick. Man. Of course, of course, yeah. All right, I'm gonna go with uh, with a guy who is a, a great locker room guy. Uh, you know, is not gonna wow you with the Pro Bowl ac- accolades, but uh, rock solid under center, or as my center, I guess. Seventy two, <laughs> seventy two starts, undrafted free agent from uh, from Delaware State. Interesting. We're, we're gonna we're gonna pair him with his boy Todd Harriman's. And uh, I'm going to go with Jamal Jackson as my center. I think that's reasonable. So I got Harriman's, Jackson, Andrews, and Runyon. I got the old school mm. offensive line here. So I, uh, so are, are we talking more about this pick or short? Sure, sure, sure. No, yeah. I don't. I mean, center. There's if you want. Well, you what, do you, what do you want to say? Go ahead. Don't <laughs> no, censor I, yourself. I, I was ready to move on to my next one. <laughs> yeah, go. <laughs> okay. Oh, you had nothing to say about Jamal. Yes, yeah, no, I mean, it's a good pick. Look, I I thought, like I said with the Kelsey pick, that there was a clear drop-off after the top center. That's why Mm -hmm. I went Kelsey early. So, I mean, really, there's only only three centers you can really talk about. No disrespect to Bubba Miller. Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah. Go ahead. So, I'm going to disagree with with something Bo said earlier. Uh, Mm, And when Bo was, uh, he said after the Andrews pick that, Andrews and, mm. and Mathis were, were really the the two guards left. And I, I, I think that's forgetting about somebody who was uh, a pro bowler with this team. Mm, who, the, who has, uh, the, uh, you've got your eye on the sky. Yes, on the sky. Who, who, who was with the team for nine years, can play guard and tackle. So if, if, one, if, if Lane Johnson's suspended, I think this guy can slide over in a pinch. Well, I know he can. Uh, Jermaine Mayberry, former first-round pick. Uh, as I said, a pro bowler with the team, 96 career starts with the Eagles. I, I, I feel happy to be, to, be, to be getting Mayberry right here. And then in a similar vein to Mayberry, to, to, to Mayberry, uh, someone who is not viewed as kind of an elite player at his position, but, but did make a pro bowl, 
was with the team for eight years, started 59 games. Uh, look, he's, he's not Brian Dawkins and he's not Malcolm Jenkins, but I'll go Quentin Michael. Okay. I think that's a, that's a, that's a fine pick. Yeah. I mean, well, especially since you have no safeties. So yes. I didn't mean to, you know, I didn't mean to denigrate Jermaine Mayberry. <laughs> well, no, Jer- I, just, I had Mayberry down as a right guard, but I think you're right. I mean, he played all over, right? So yeah, I yes. had, that's that's okay. right. Yeah. But okay. but I I've had this, and and the only reason I said that about Bo is is because I do my board with tiers, and he was the last guard left in that tier. Okay. Jermaine, wait. So who did you take before Mayberry? I, I, I took, Mayberry, took Mayberry and, and then Quentin Michael. Michael. Mayberry and Quentin Michael. Okay. Uh, all right. This is uh, this is getting interesting. Hmm. Finally, after an hour and a half, it's getting interesting. <laughs> well, now it's getting tough because I, I, I had a list of like my top 35 guys. Mm-hmm. And so it was really easy to go through them. Uh, and now it's getting, uh, it's getting quite a bit more uh, challenging here. And so I'm looking at it. You, Shield, really uh, to give you some time to, uh, to think. Uh, yeah. You have holes. You have uh, no coordinators. You have no backup quarterback, no running back, no third receiver, no left tackle, no offensive flex, no defensive tackle, no linebackers at all. I have Andy Harmon at defensive. Tackle. I'm sorry. Uh, no, no. You, well, you have you have a, an open spot at defensive. Tackle. Yes. Yeah. Uh, no linebackers at all. Uh, an open cornerback spot, an open safety spot, and an open defensive flex. Okay. Uh, let's see here. I can't really uh, justify that. Uh, you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and do it. Uh, you know what? Uh, I was destined to end up with this guy. Uh, we want to put together an offensive brain trust, the likes of which the, <laughs> league, wow. the, likes of which the league has never seen. Uh, we're going to need guys who really know how to sort of uh, relate to players, given that uh, we've got T.O. on this team. And so uh, I'm going to pair. Wow, what a combination. This is a wild pick. Andy Reid and Frank Reich as the, the, the brain trust. I mean, we're scoring a touchdown on our first 15 <laughs> every week. We are going down the field again and again and again. And uh, I, listen, I feel good. I, if, I, if I can come out of this draft with Frank Reich, Sheldon Brown, and uh, Brian Dawkins, then uh, what else really matters? That is very funny. I feel like the you know the benefit <laughs> of taking Andy Reid as your head coach. That's true. Is you don't have but to I'm take. I'm boxing you out. No, I feel. What's Doug, what's Doug gonna do without Reich? Uh, they got he'll the 15th be best offense in the league. Mm. All right. <laughs> that's a. Uh, I feel like that's a reach there, but uh, you you, des- you, you deserve to be together. That's it's a true. Great pick. You won't be able to stop us. Um, okay. Uh, on the other side of Asante, I need another corner. And uh, there's really only one guy left, and it's, uh, you know, this is for this exercise. Uh, you know, he is penalized. You only get one year of him. Which the... we need to make sure the judges know. Yes. That's yes. right. Uh, because otherwise he, he would have been a top sure. three-round pick. Yes. Uh, but I'm going to take him at, uh, at 29 years old in 1994, still a pro bowler, uh, and made the pro bowl the next season. So, you know, he was still at the top of his game. Uh, I will take Eric Allen. To pair with Asante, great pick in terms of the talent. Yes, best best corner on best corner, you know, for one year on this board. Absolutely, right? without a doubt. Yeah. Um, and then, ooh, what do I do now? Can wait on that. 
Uh, my defensive line is, uh, is, is pretty barren right now. Uh, I believe I only have William Fuller. So it's time to get him some help. And, oh, geez, it's, it's uh, you know, listen, this is not a great, uh, <laughs> this guy's hurt because he's not playing in the right, in the right scheme. But, you know, you talk about another, uh, another locker room guy to help me out and can help a little bit off the edge. I will take, I will take Connor Barwin. I was, oh, I, I was wondering how we were going to evaluate Connor because we're, we're kind of knocking Bill Davis here. There, there's no three, four here. We're, we're going with a four, three defense. Yeah, I know. Well, I mean, you know, Jim Johnson, he can dial it up whatever he wants. I feel like he'll <laughs> a find a way to, to, to use Connor Barwin effectively. Very good point. Uh, okay. You're going with the, the cleanup man, huh? You better hope, uh, somebody else gets, uh, Gets the pressure so he can clean up on the sacks. At least you got a you get a good locker room guy, a nice Philadelphian. Yeah, I mean I'm not taking Jason Babin there. He might be fun. He might be fun. Maybe Jim Jim Johnson might be able to figure out something to do with him. That's what I, that's what I'm thinking. Okay. I, I do think you know it's uh, the maybe considering none of you guys have taken a defensive coordinator, you might think I took I took Jim Johnson early, but I do think that uh, he was the only one worthy of going there. And there's also you know we'll see what you guys do, but I think you can make a case that it's. Uh, you know, he's, 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 he's very special, I think. So I was, I had, on Bill Davis. My... Yeah, so. <laughs> oh, <but laughs> I, I had, uh, you know what, if you, if you, well, Zach, you could go, like, if you have a head coach who you don't want talking to the media, you could just have Bill Davis do the, <laughs> he was true. great at the press conference. <laughs> he man. was outstanding. He, at the press he conference. was very he good. Would be, he would be a first round pick if we were just doing, you know, nice guy, uh, press conference here. Okay. Uh, I am up. A few different directions I could go here. Uh, I think I am going to go ahead and uh, shore up the secondary. You know, we, we, we really just, uh, I'm going with the, all these guys have played together. It's a shortened off season, so they're going to be good. You know, they don't need that sort of uh, ramp up period. And I'm going to go ahead and pair uh, Michael Lewis okay. with Ooh, Br- Brian Dawkins at safety. And so, yeah, it's the whole secondary. Sheldon Lido, Brian Dawkins, and uh, Michael Lewis, who made a Pro Bowl in 2004, mm-hmm. which I did not know. More guys on this list made a Pro Bowl than I thought they did. Yeah, I, I was really were, debating yeah. between uh, – <laughs> I, I was debating between Lewis and, and, and Michael, and I, I went with Michael because of the uh, longevity. But Lewis, when he was at his peak there, was a really good player. And you get special teams with Michael. That's correct. Okay. Uh, before we get to your pick, uh, Zach, let, let, let's chew on it. I don't know if uh, y- whoever you're going to pick has an issue like this, but uh, if you do, if you're dealing with a condition like erectile dysfunction, you want treatment ASAP. That's why our friends at Roman have spent years building a digital platform that can connect you with a doctor licensed in your state, all from the comfort of home. Roman makes it convenient to get the treatment you need on your schedule. Just grab your phone or computer, complete a free online visit, and you'll hear back from a U.S. licensed physician within 24 hours. And if the doctor decides that treatment is right for you, Roman's Pharmacy can ship your medication to you with free two-day shipping. You also get free unlimited follow-ups with your doctor anytime you have questions or want to adjust your treatment plan. With Roman, there are no commitments and you can cancel anytime. So if you're struggling with ED, go to getroman.com slash birds for a free online visit and free two-day shipping. That's getroman.com slash birds for a free online visit and free two-day shipping. Now, Zach, your uh, your open spots as we close out round 17 
of the best wow. of the nest Jeffrey Lurie Eagle draft. Your open spots, the entire coaching staff, uh, two wide receiver spots open. So it seems as if you are, uh, you know, Donovan McNabb is destined to live out his career with, without good wide receivers. Uh, a flex open, a left guard open, a defensive end open, a linebacker open, a corner open, a safety open, and a f- defensive flex. Yeah, so at the wide receiver spot, I've I've had I've been going back and forth here, and I don't love it. I'm I'm, I'm going farther down my board than I would like, but the reality is this: during a three year stretch from 2014 <laughs> to 2016, you were just just as she was destined to have yeah. Frank Reich. You are destined <laughs> to have this guy. 75 catches, 891 yards, six touchdowns. Like that is a three year stretch that I would sign up for. What happened after that three year stretch is is hard to uh, rationalize. But look, if 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 we're giving you one year of Eric Allen who had peak performance, give me three years of seventy five catches, eight hundred ninety yards, and he's getting the best quarterback in franchise history throwing him the ball. Good locker room guy. Give me Jordan Matthews at this mm. spot. Well, you are certainly boxing yourself into the head coach that you're going to take. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if he wants to put up those stats, he better be running. He <laughs> plays a game. Uh, <laughs> I am, as I look at my roster here, I am all about the 2014 Eagles, right? <laughs> I, got, I got McCoy, Macklin, Matthews, and Selleck. You know? Oh, man, I don't know if that's a good place <laughs> no. to be there. Uh. Look, yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, all I needed was Sanchez in, in, in here, and, and, and I, w- I would be in good shape. Um, okay. I am... Uh, I'm going to do something here that, that uh, I didn't expect to do. But I'm doing it because I, I, I like the mind. Um, I'm, I'm not going with the record. We're throwing the record as head coach out, correct? So the other defensive coordinator uh, possibility I had uh, didn't really have the, the, the great tenure here. But this guy won a Super Bowl as, as defensive coordinator. He can scheme guys up. Um, I, I like the roster that I'm giving him. Uh, so I'm going with Jim Schwartz in this spot uh, because I, I, I like the defensive mind and uh, you know I, I think he can make it work. Yeah, he was sort of the opposite of, you know, it's like, uh, you know, do I really, is this guy going to be so, sort of a nice um, uh, ray of sunshine in mm. my building? <laughs> but but he's got the track record, and so maybe I'm over uh, I'm overrating that. I mean, he's had uh, you know he's been a very good defensive coordinator, despite what uh, some people might think, and so uh, so no issue certainly with uh, with. That I think pick. that's a fine but, pick. Yeah. But as as the GM of this team, I really need to watch what's going on in these coaching meetings because <laughs> this is going to be a combustible group of of coaches. Wait. So, who do you have? Is he the only coach? Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. That's going to be the best. Is... That's going to be the best thing that happens is he's going to walk into this organization knowing he was picked before the head coach. Uh-huh. Was, this is great. He's the first coach I took. Yes. Uh, this is going to be awesome. I can't wait for. I, I have a feeling on the next Birds with Friends. What? How are they hiring a defensive coordinator before a head coach? What is going on Look, here? This this franchise has lost its way. I want Dennis. Okay. If I want Dennis to know. That I am not as bad at game theory as as <laughs> it, as it appeared in those previous times. I'm going with defensive coordinator here because the drop off a head coach. I can wait until my last pick to, to take head coach now. Uh, Jim Schwartz is the D coordinator I wanted after Johnson, so I'm taking him here 
because of the drop-off. Okay. There you go. All right. Shield. Let's see. What, you are, what do I do, uh, what do, I do here? Hmm. You've got, this I'll is... uh, run down for our listeners. You've got, well, you've got a whole defensive coordinator, but certainly no reason to, uh, to take that now. You've got yeah. backup quarterback and running back. Your offensive Again, flex. No reason to take. I yeah. feel like all of mine are. There's no reason to take that now, but I got to take somebody. Well, running somebody. back, running back. We, one of us could take as a flex, but that's right. That's true. Uh, left tackle. You're right. No reason. Uh, defensive tackle. You could. Uh, you're wide open at linebacker. None, neither of the two spots filled. Corner and your defensive flex. All right. I'm having a crazy idea here. Let's see if I really want to uh, want to go this route. You know what? I'm gonna go go with it with the uh, with the purpose of uh, this exercise. And so I don't even know if this guy was uh, on your board. Maybe you thought about him as a flex. But the one thing I'm looking at is I need some uh, I want some more speed on this offense. And so uh, I don't uh, necessarily see a wide receiver who I love in that spot. This guy does not have the uh, biggest body of work. In fact, he only has one season. But you mm, know what? Interesting. He was he was good that season. And he's young, and he can catch it, and he can block, and he's a good. He's uh, he's very athletic, and so I'm gonna add Miles Sanders to this group as my running back. That is bold, and uh, I certainly get it. And you're looking if you're if you're just sort of looking at uh, skill set, it certainly makes sense to take him over uh, the other running backs you could take. It's it's uh, it's an interesting gamble, I guess on what the, the, you know, the future of his career is going to look like, but I, I get what you're going for. I, I mean, if I, if I had to bet on the future, what his career is going to look like compared to the other back. Well, no, actually that's probably not, that might not be true. There are some other good backs on this roster, but uh, I think his upside may be bigger than, uh, than theirs. All right. Where does that leave me? I think, what do I do here? All right. Well, why don't you guys talk for a second? It's my okay. turn. It's my turn to uh, to vamp. Well, uh, this is fun. I, I'm looking at my roster. Like you know, Zach, you said you're heavy on the 2014. I feel like I'm I'm pretty heavy on the Andy Reid uh, <laughs> Andy Reid era. I mean, if we had to split these up, uh, I've definitely went heavy. Uh, heavy during that stretch. So, uh, yeah. do you still have a board, Zeberm, that you're going by, or are you? I do. So, uh, okay, I, I'm all over the place now. So, but I am. I'm past my overall board now. I'm. I'm obviously focusing on on positions. Uh, I was joking about being heavy on the 14 Eagles. That's on the offensive side. On the defensive side, I'm. I'm. I'm heavy on the on the Andy Reid era, and probably I'm. I'm putting more into kind of stats than uh, than than uh, maybe I thought, but the 2014 Eagles team obviously was, was putting up big numbers. So I, I think that's when you look at, at guys like like Macklin, Matthews, uh, LaShawn McCoy, they are bolstered by those chip offenses. 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they ran so many plays that that's what was kind of fun uh, about this exercise was you're looking at numbers, you're looking at uh, Pro Bowls and there's stuff that surprises you. But then you're like, wait a minute, you know, I've watched all those games and this guy wasn't better uh, than this guy. So that will be uh, certainly part of the discussion uh, as these get judged and as listeners chime in and as judges evaluate uh, who has the best team. Now, now for you, Shield, the the big question is going to be how we and whoever judges this views linebacker because you're clearly applying the modern-day logic to this. Uh, or maybe it's just you saw the drop-off after the top two. Were you compelled to go Trotter or, or, or Willie T at any point here? Yeah, absolutely. I considered both of them uh, just because of what you said. There was a big drop-off. Like if I want a Pro Bowl caliber linebacker, those were the two options. And then it's a bunch of guys who, uh, you know, I'll have to get some of these guys here in the uh, in the later rounds. But uh, I think those were fine picks. I mean, you know, uh, again, I am probably going to have to play a lot of dime here. Maybe I should just load up on uh, on defensive backs. But uh, linebacker is probably the position that gets uh, that gets dinged the most during this exercise. All right, how you doing, Bob? I think All I'm right. ready. Uh, okay, now I'm I'm looking at positions where uh, again, there's at least I have to fend one of you guys off in, in terms of getting somebody. But I have I have no defensive tackles at all, um, and so I'm going to I'm going to address that now, and I'm going to take. I'm gonna I I'm just gonna go. No, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do both of them. I'm gonna do Hollis Thomas and Darwin Walker. Whoa. Whoa, back-to-back DTs. uh, Back-to-back DTs. And uh, Darwin Walker provides a little bit more more pass rush upside. And Hollis Thomas gives me that uh, big, strong, powerful man in the middle. Okay. Uh, There you go. Hollis Thomas, I did not read 95 starts. Yeah, well, I was surprised by that as well. So that is (laughs) (laughs) Hollis Thomas, Darwin Walker, William Fuller, and Connor Barwin. I think it is fair to say uh, that I have the weakest defensive line of the three of us. But I would say like the most enough. entertaining though. I mean, just in like a room with that group, uh, I don't know what uh, anything could really uh, anything could really happen there. So uh, okay, you you filled out your defensive line. All right, I still need a uh, defensive tackle spot, but you know what? That um, that conversation with Zebram that we were just having as we were uh, waiting for your pick made me think that uh, you know I might need to go heavy here at cornerback because my uh, my linebackers are not going to be good at all. And so um, I'm going to go with another corner here. And, uh, you know, this is where the rules come into play. And so I'm getting him only during his Eagles tenure. But you know what? He was a good player during his Eagles tenure. And that's Al Harris. Oh, okay. Uh, And so he had 80 games. He had 21 starts. You get him for five years. You know if someone gets injured, he can come in and play. uh, Or he can be one of your uh, top three cornerback so i've got sheldon leto oh man i got every yeah the entire group <laughs> sheldon leto al harris brian dawkins and michael lewis michael lewis as my uh as my secondary there you guys were right it is uh it was weird to go back and be like wow there were a lot of good freaking cornerbacks uh <laughs> during this era even though it hasn't been the case uh, recently all right, Zach. I like the Al right. Harris pick, and when you're talking about building your uh, roster, you're building it the way an NFL team does, in the sense that you're going with a a slot corner there. You know, you're correct. You're you're focusing on the role he's going to play, which is probably the way we're going to do this. Considering, uh, you know, I I was looking at 
Uh, do I load up on on corners and, t- and take Eric Allen? But you know, I I need to consider you got yourself a Namdi DRC situation. Exactly. Yeah, well I was the same way. I almost took Eric Allen many picks ago. Yes. So I was like, ooh, that'd be fun to have, even if it's only one year. But uh, that would have been three outside guys for me, so I decided against it. Uh, so I am up here, and and look, I'm 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 going against the uh, the stats. I'm going against the longevity, and maybe I'm focusing too much on name recognition. Josh uh, Sweat. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, but a player who, like Josh Sweat, you can say he has all the physical tools. I'm going with the physical tools, and I'm gambling on my defensive coordinator unlocking those physical tools, and my defensive coordinator has experience with him. I think this guy's time in Philadelphia is not viewed as favorably as, as perhaps it should have because of the expectations. But when the Eagles were trying to get over the hump in 2004, yes, they went after T.O., but who was their, their big prime acquisition? Mm, interesting. It was Javon Curse. It was the freak. So, look, I, I know there are DNs here who, who have more sacks over a concentrated period of time, uh, but when I went back and I read some of the stuff from that, those 2004 teams, uh, I'm sorry, from that 2014, Javon Curse really helped uh, Jim Johnson kind of unlock a new dimension to that defense. And Jim Schwartz has that background with him in Tennessee. Uh, so I'm not looking at this as like a seven and a half sack type upside. I'm looking at this like, you know, I'm getting him at the prime of his career. He does have some injury concerns. I'm going to load up on the pineapple juice like uh, mentioned, <laughs> and, and, uh, and I'm going with the freak. You know what? I thought he was one of the hardest guys to uh, slot during this exercise. I had no idea what to do with him. Uh, I remember being uh, it being a big deal when they signed him, being excited about it. And then I remember it being dis- I, I remember feeling disappointed at the player they were getting. But, you know, it's probably like sort of somewhere uh, in between there. So I think, uh, you know, I'm looking at the defensive ends left, and I, I don't think that's a, uh, that's a bad pick. And uh, your, your Schwartz point there is a good one. Bo, that that pineapple juice story was told on air, correct? It was. It was. (laughs) Don't want to say something that's. uh, Oh man, that's (laughs) outstanding. Yeah, we're like three hours, or I guess we're only two hours. (laughs) Yeah, no one. What do I always say? No one's listening. Don't worry about it. Okay. uh, All right. I uh, I guess I need. Wait, I believe uh, Zach has another pick. I think you only took one, right, Zach? Oh, that is correct. Okay. Uh, As we start round twenty. Oh, wow. It's winding down. Uh, Nine players left, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So let me go back to the board here. And uh, you know what? This this wide receiver board is is barren. Um, But (laughs) Speak for yourself. uh, I'm I'm, going to go with peak performance, okay? So I'm not going with with longevity. I'm going with the the sneaky 1,000-yard season. When you look at the Eagles, right, uh, and that is and that is Kevin Curtis, seventy-seven Whoa! catches, eleven hundred yards, six touchdowns. Uh, you know, I've I've gone with I've gone in other areas with uh, with the longevity component. If Bo is getting credit for that Eric Allen year, give me credit for this Kevin Curtis year, which is one of the best wide receiver seasons during the Jeffrey Lurie era. It's true, uh, but you're also then getting credit for the seasons that followed. Uh, 
that's that you, you know you get the entirety of his career but it's true his his season the eighth best season of uh, of any wide receiver over this era exactly so so that's that's what i'm looking at here my wide receivers are macklin matthews and curtis certainly not a murderer's rope <laughs> but yeah, donovan McNabb is feeling right at home <laughs> but, oh, but, but you know donovan. what but you know what donovan has has won with less talent <laughs> than this and matthews fits well in the slot i got curtis on the outside i got macklin on the outside the the group works well together i could have gone jason avant and had that longevity thing well, what's going to happen with Avant and Matthews? You know, there's 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 duplication there. So I'm I'm building a team. I'm going with the outside threat here. Yeah, you would have the 20 uh, 2019 Eagles. Uh, well, you know what, Zach? You're, <laughs> I, I I feel like your uh, your head coach and OC can really coach him up. Who who are those again? <laughs> who, who's who, who's this up again? <laughs> we'll, we'll see. Maybe I pull Ray Rhodes out of the hat. You know. <laughs> Um, we'll get yeah, to that conversation because right. I have a I have I have a take there, but go ahead. Th- that was uh okay. That, yeah, the the wide receivers. I mean, really, there's like I feel like six or seven guys where I have no idea, you know, who to take as my third, and uh, so I, I can't uh, I can't crush you too much for that. I'm gonna play a little defense here now. Uh, I'm going to try to uh, sort of uh, further water down a position, and um, you know, since I didn't. Uh, didn't draft a, a linebacker yet. Uh, I'm going to go with my defensive flex early. Okay. And I'm going to go with, this is a Kapadi favorite, as uh, longtime readers and listeners will know. Uh, I'm going to go with Brandon Boykin as my... Oh, that was my slot. Slot corner. And so, uh, listen, this is, this is defense in 2020. You flood the field with defensive backs. I've got Sheldon, Lito, Al Harris, and Brandon Boykin. Uh, that's going to be tough to deal with. And so... Uh, you know, this wasn't how I planned it, but in these drafts, listen, is how he tells us. You know, unpredictable stuff happens all the time, and you gotta uh, you gotta figure it out. And so uh, that that's the way I'm going. I thought I could wait on Boykin. That that's a good pick. Uh, all right. Well, you are uh, you are forcing my hand a little bit, and this is a case of you know, you, you look at that slot position. Do you go? It's it's not too dissimilar than uh, the way you talked about running back. Do you go with the, the one year of high upside or do you uh, take the longevity? I'm taking the guy who in his one year in Philadelphia was maybe the best nickel corner in the league. And maybe we have to replace him next year, but I'm taking Patrick Robinson. Um, and that way, won a Super Bowl with him. Who won, and that way uh, fantastic. Zach maybe gets the guy who he uh, tweeted out on his board earlier today. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going him. No. <laughs> um, I got some other ideas here. You're not going him. Wow. Oh, I thought he was definitely going to be your slot corner. I got some other ideas. Um, okay. And then uh, Zach has the, uh, the safety spot open. Um, and so I'm going to, I'm going to make sure that I get the safety spot and I'm going to, you know, just as shield has kept his secondary together, I will keep uh, Malcolm Jenkins partner together and I will take Rodney McLeod. Cause so I have the super bowl secondary of McLeod Jenkins and Patrick Robinson. Good pick. Very good pick. It's a good group. Very nice. Okay. I guess it's me again, huh? It is back to you. <clears throat> All right. Let's see here. What do I want to do? Hmm. Uh, I'm trying to look here. I don't know if you guys are willing to tell me this or not, how many linebackers you have. I think you each have we one, We each have right? one, yes. Okay. All right. I better take one before they uh, go up the board. Um, I believe in athleticism. You know, I, I would say this guy had an up and down career, made a lot of splash plays, but 
uh, you know, we're going to just tell them don't, don't think too much. Uh, don't get involved in any sort of uh, investment schemes off the field. <laughs> and uh, don't worry about being a, a pro bowler. You know, we're going to let you rush the passer a little bit. Interesting. Uh, you know, we're not going to count on you to have great instincts. We're going to play a lot of man coverage, so you don't have to uh, worry about that as much. We're just going to kind of go with the old Chip Kelly, C-ball, run ball type deal. And uh, I'm going to go with uh, Michael Kendricks, who, who played in multi- many schemes with the Eagles and uh, 74 starts. Is he going to make a Pro Bowl? No, but uh, you know what? He'll be good enough. Uh, I'm not worried about it with my secondary and my pass rush. I believe the third most uh, starts of any linebacker over this, over this era. That's correct. Yep. All right. Zach. Zebra. Yeah, so – Look, I, I would really like to get the wow, Zach, back. That is, Zach that's, sounds so sad second, every pick. He's exasperated. Uh, I would I would really like to get that Kevin Curtis pick back because I would have gone wrong. Uh, uh, look, I I uh, I was I was so caught up in my Javon Curse explanation and mm. the excitement of the curse pick and the pineapple. I forgot, I forgot I was going back to back, and you know it's one of those things that I I would have I I should have gone McLeod. Um, I feel much stronger about McLeod than Kevin Curtis, <laughs> but I'm, I'm going to die on the hill of my <laughs> Curtis, uh, explanation, you know? So, uh, um, look, I'm, 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 I'm at a tough point here and defensive flex is, is, uh, is an important, uh, spot. And, uh, I want to cycle through pass rushers. I went curse last time and now I'm just going with the numbers. And I'm going with the guy who I also know can fit in this short scheme. Uh, look, certainly not a favorite. Interesting. <laughs> you're going with a but, guy who you know it's. If you're you're looking to add you know some nudity to the locker room. <laughs> not, but you, Alger you, Buckley. You, you you can't look at 18 sacks and look the other oh, way. Oh baby. So eight. So I I believe. Philosophically, I believe philosophically, protect the quarterback and get to the quarterback. I believe I have the best quarterback. I believe I have the best offensive line. I believe I have the best defensive line. I'm going to make my strength a strength. And you know what? Let Schwartz figure it out. Um, Jason Babbitt. Get those sacks with the money sign. Wait, did did Schwartz coach uh, Babbitt in Tennessee or no? Was that just a Washburn? yeah, yeah, I'm, I would need to look that up. But I, Man, he, we know he fits that scheme, though. If I could draw up a player that would drive Jim Schwartz <laughs> nuts, I mean, just give me that outline of Jason. Batman. I feel like I Zach mean, has such a such a hateable team. I mean, he might last one series before Schwartz says, "I don't care what Howie says, you're off the team." So look, I mean, I'm 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 just. I'm going. I'm, I'm building a team here. This is a pass rush specialist. Listen to this defensive line: <laughs> Hugh Douglas, Fletcher Cox, Corey Simon, Javon Kurz, and Jason Babin. You have the best. I think you have the best defensive line. Yeah. So- I, don't, I don't know that Babin added to it much. <laughs> but I, I think before the Babin pick, you had the best yeah. defensive line. Yeah. So I'm 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 making my strength a strength. Okay. Uh, and and we're building it that way. And and uh, you know what? My I I have I have weak safeties. So did so did the Eagles post Dawkins, right? Uh, so it, I'm I'm really fitting the image of my head coach here for a, uh, a certain point. Uh, okay. I have another pick here, and this is I mean I mean this is tough because 
there's there's a lot of different directions I I I can go, and I'm gonna go with. Uh, huh. You want to fill time real quick? Yeah, sure. sure because I need I need to tell you uh, about something. Anyway, and uh, those, <laughs> that sounds those, very those ominous. Who, well, listen, those who are listeners know that uh, we are big supporters of uh, local businesses in and around the Philadelphia area. And uh, most of our listeners are in and around Philadelphia. What better, better way to promote your business than through our show? I mean, you know, we will go above and beyond to promote your business. Our listeners are loyal and engaged just like you. I mean, think about all the times we've done, uh, you know, these fundraising drives. They answer the bell uh, better than I think a lot of audiences you will find out there. So what better way to advertise your business than on your favorite podcast? To advertise on this very show, Birds with Friends, we have a, a tremendous audience, a loyal audience, a fun audience, a young audience, an old audience. We hit every demographic. All you have to do is go to theathletic.com slash podcast ads. There you can fill out a very simple form and we will get back to you right away. Again, that's go to theathletic.com slash podcast ads today. Uh, fill out that, that form and we will get back to you. We would love to have you be a part of the show. We are open to all kinds of partnerships, whether it's ad reads, whether uh, it's more than that. Uh, we will promote your product like none other. Zebra. Yeah, so look, early in the uh, draft, I was sticking to my board. Uh, I'm not here because this guy's a little farther down on my running back board than I would like to go here. There are better running backs, but when you talk about offensive flex, this is an offensive flex player. He can help me in so many ways. He's going to return punts. Oh, man. This um, is wild. I'm going Darren Sproles here. You really uh, love the 2014 Eagles. <laughs> <laughs> like, if if we're doing letter of the law, you know, I, I mean, for, for full disclosure, I have Ricky Waters higher. Uh, I have Ricky Waters as my third back, and I like Ricky Waters quite a bit. Uh, but how's he going to feel being back up to LaShawn McCoy? And, yeah, and, and there's some other guys here. Darren Sproles, uh, he can help my pass. I don't have great receivers. I can flex him out. Uh, I know him and McCoy work, work well together. I need someone who can return punts. I, I, I don't want to be that Eagles team that sent, uh, you know, who was it out there that time? Greg Lewis out there that time. So uh, J.R. Reed, right? Yeah. 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 Um, so so give, me, uh, give me Darren Sproles here, and I'm happy with it. Okay. All right. Darren Sproles, there you go. All right. Uh, looking at looking at the squad here, uh, I think I'm going to go back back to back uh, back to back linebackers. Another guy, uh, all fun team. Uh, we'll be flexing left and right. Mm, interesting. Uh, we'll we'll give Bo a chance to plug his uh, great feature once again. Was a was a starting linebacker on a Super Bowl team. Uh, is going to be willing to uh, get after it, certainly with Todd Harriman's and Sean Andrews. I mean, man, you know, you could really. There's going to be a lot of fun happening in that van. Yeah, that's going to. Uh, that is that is that team is going to get off the bus, and there's going to be a distinct smell. Dude, it's, 20, it's 2020. They're allowed, right? Yeah, you I got no problem with that. You, you got yeah. you got your uh, your team's got a, a personality. Yeah, so it's uh, it's Nigel Bradham. So I'm going with Bradham and uh, and Kendrick. So you know, for as long as I waited, I feel like I could have done a lot worse. Uh, I was my, su- I was my, surprised uh, to find that Nigel Bradham was is fourth on that list of of starts over the course of that time. It has not been a uh, a great group. No. Yes. 
Uh, okay. Uh, you know, I think I, I, I do think that I clearly have the best set of weapons, although Sheila's in the conversation. Um, but I, I want to keep, I want to make a strength a strength. And I think this is, uh, you know, this is similar to Shields Miles Sanders pick. Uh, certainly over the course of their careers, you would, you would say that uh, Chad Lewis did more. Uh, he went to two Pro Bowls. But in today's NFL, I'm not so sure that he's going to bring enough to the table. Uh, and I'm going to take Dallas Goddard as my, as my tight end. Uh, I think that is a, a nice addition to our weaponage. Arsenal. By the way, can, Go ahead. can we talk about the uh, – he went to th- – Chad Lewis went to three Pro Oh, was Bowls. it three? I thought it was two. Yeah. I was stunned I was stunned, yeah. I, saw like, I mean, he was like a nice player. He had one good year, like receiving-wise. So, so three years, I don't, we need to look into this. I mean, it says this on pro football reference. I don't know if like eight guys backed out uh, or what, cause I don't recall this, but so his best season was 2000, you know, 735 yards, three touchdowns, which, you know, now does not get you a sniff of the pro bowl, but that was a different era. So that one's fine. Next two years. 422 yards <laughs> and 398 yards. How in the world did this guy make three Pro Bowls? I was uh, I was as incredulous as you, but uh, I just assumed that I was missing something. Yeah, I, we need to look into that further. I, I have no idea what was going on there. Okay. Uh, so okay. So uh, my last <laughs> pick here, and this is the uh, the first pick of round 23, mm. and. Uh, there's only a few spots left where I have an open spot and someone else ha- also has an open spot. Um, and I don't know if I feel strongly enough about uh, about that linebacker spot to take somebody over Zach. Um, but I will do it. I will do it for uh, a little bit of extra leadership. I think he and Jim Johnson will get along swimmingly, uh, even though it's a little bit Post prime for him, I will take uh, I will take D'Amico Ryan's and put him in the middle of my defense to pair with Willie T. I like it, Capin. Capin. Okay, uh, yeah. I mean, like you said, there weren't uh, not a, not a great deal of linebackers, so he was up there. I think he's he's uh, fourth or fifth on that mm. list you mentioned, uh, and he started uh, fifty three games for the uh, for the Eagles. There, by the way, I think you're. Uh, I think Goddard over Chad Lewis is the right pick. I mean, if Goddard is your starting tight end, the numbers are going to look a lot different, I think. Um, Okay. Uh, I am up. Let's see. Shield, you have a defensive coordinator, backup quarterback, wide receiver, left tackle, flex, defensive tackle, and that's it. And that's it. Your defense Uh, is almost complete. My defense is also complete. I'm not almost uh, almost complete. I'm not going to complete it here. Uh, I am going to go with a uh, with a pass catcher, and this is going to probably be a controversial pick because uh, it's going to be one and done. I don't know if I'm going to make him my third wide receiver or my flex, but I want speed. I want the vertical. I like this pick. This passing game, and so I'm going to go with Dante Stallworth. I like this pick. One one year, 2006, 12 starts. However. 725 yards, averaged over 19 yards per reception. Uh, I just remember him being uh, being very good that year. And so uh, I will go with Dante Stallworth to either team up with T.O. and Alshon Jeffrey or uh, or to be my flex, depending on how my, uh, my next pick goes. I thought about him as well. I think he's the right pick in terms of the receivers available for sure. 
Okay. So I'm on the board here. And, and you have, uh, you only have one guy working in the building on the, uh, you know, the coaching staff. <laughs> uh, you've got left guard open, linebacker, yeah. corner, and safety. That I do. And look, I would love to get that Kevin Curtis pick back. So Zach isn't going to be able to um, sleep tonight because the no, Kevin Curtis I, Seriously, this um, is going to be bad. But, uh, <laughs> and... He's gonna be like you're. you're he's gonna. You're gonna have dinner tonight, and and your wife's gonna be like, "What's wrong?" And you're like, you're just still shaking your head about Kevin. Still Curtis. shaking my head about Kevin Curtis. Uh, yeah, no, you're absolutely right about that. If any, uh, if anybody, if anybody has the blue and yellow uh, Kevin Curtis jersey, <laughs> where I think he had the monster game, right? In that yes, that's correct. If we can, if that's we, correct. If we can, uh, if we can find a way to send that to Zebram for a photo op, that would be great. So, so I, I was really hoping to get Brandon Boykin as as my slot. And we, we mentioned Hanson. Uh, I got to go Hanson here because there are corners. I, oh, I thought you said you weren't going to go with him. I, I wasn't, but I, I can't go Jalen Mills and say he, hmm. he's going to play the slot for no, me. Hanson was a good player. Yeah, yeah exactly. So I'm looking at, at my board, and I have guys over him. Jose Leo Boykin Hanson, was the guy I was hoping say. with. But give me Jose Leo because uh, I, I, I feel happy with him in the slot with, with, with Vincent and Taylor. I, I can wait a bit on my safety. I was hoping to get Cap and Miko, uh, but I'm going with a linebacker here who I know can fit the modern game. I know that because he's an outstanding player who, who, who the Eagles should have re-signed. They did not and fits well next to Trotter. That's Jordan Hicks. Mm. You're getting all your boys. Yeah, this is, I mean, you really just are taking the 2014 Eagles. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so, so here, so I, I, I still have your team is very on brand. I respect that. Eddie. I still have a safety to go, but look, I'm getting after the quarterback with Hugh Douglas, Fletcher Cox, Corey Simon, Javon Curse, and Jason Batman. I've got the best linebacker in the past 20 years for the Eagles and Jeremiah Trotter. And I've Jordan Hicks next to him. And, and Hicks had a period or, or, or he had a run with the Eagles that, that, that was really high level play. I got the Troy Vincent, Bobby Taylor combination. I got, I got a solid slot in Hanson. And I got a Pro Bowl safety in in Quentin Michael. So, uh, look, I I made some questionable picks here, but I would put my team up against any team right now. Oh, well, there's only two other okay. teams for it to go up against. He's flexing. He's flexing. I respect it. Uh, okay, I am up here. Uh, hmm. Donovan McNabb is going to be sitting at the line as the play clock winds down for ten consecutive plays as no no play call comes in. <laughs> He, he, he does not need the huddle, so there's no throwing up in the huddle, right? Oh, my gosh. All right. <laughs> I am going to uh, I'm gonna fill out my flex spot. You know, I, I took a little bit of a gamble there on uh, Miles Sanders. So I'm going to go ahead and take another running back just to make sure I'm in a good spot there. We're going to go running back by committee. Uh, and I'm going to go with the guy who wanted Miles Sanders in the building. Mm. And, and said, go draft this guy. So we know they get along great. There's going to be all chemistry there. Uh, and I'm going to go with Deuce Daly, who, man, looking, like at some of his, looking at some of his numbers, underrated. I agree. Yes. Uh, I had him I ahead mean, of Ricky Waters, too. L- listen, to the, listen to this stat that I couldn't believe. He averaged 9.1 yards per reception. I was shocked by that. That's better than Brian Westbrook. That's better than LaShawn McCoy. And that's it's not a small sample. That's 275 catches. I was shocked at how many catches he had. 
Unbelievable. Not over nine yards per reception. Like, you know, what are there like two, three backs in the league uh, in any given year who are able to accomplish that. And he's doing it uh, over for, for his entire career. So uh, I thought about taking him over Sanders before, but I think Sanders has better upside. Uh, I feel good about teaming them both together. We've got the head coach who knows how to throw the ball to the running backs. We've got, uh, we, if we don't get Dante Stallworth for an entire season, maybe we can do some creative things with our personnel. And so uh, I, I will go with Deuce. I think that's good. I think he would have been uh, one of my next two picks as my flex as well. Uh, but I will not do that. And uh, now I am on the board. Oh, let me fill out some of these uh, picks on the spreadsheet. Who did you pick before? Uh, who did you pick after Joselio, Zach? I put it there. Jordan Hicks. Oh, Jordan Hicks. That's right. So I've got, let's see, I have one, two, three, four. Only four more picks mm. for me. We are winding down. This went much quicker than we were anticipating. That's right. Well, I shouldn't say that, actually. We're, well, <laughs> we might still be pushing three hours total. If, if we want to go back to the Kevin Curtis pick, I'd be happy <laughs> to start over from there. Um, okay. I, uh, Zach doesn't have his offensive coordinator yet, and I have an opening there. And I think this is an interesting conversation. As you look at uh, the – DVOA performances of the offensive coordinators over this stretch. Uh, I mean, there are, there are, I would say three options here, although Zach might want to just bring Pat Shermer in. Uh, you've got Marty Morningweg who had four top 10 offenses, according to DVOA in seven seasons. Brad Childress had three in four seasons. And then you go back to the mid nineties and you've got John Gruden who oh, had one. It. Uh, in three seasons. But if you look a little bit deeper, I want a passing offense, okay? Childress, only one top 10 passing offense. Marty, in seven seasons, only one top 10 passing offense. Gruden had one in three. I feel like there's a little bit of uh, – I feel like the, the Childress and Marty are bringing a little bit of what I already have with Doug. We're talking same school. So I want to get a little bit of a different – flavor because Doug is the great uh, combiner of different voices. So give me, you know what? Let's do it. Give me, give me John Gruden. Wow. Really? Oh, that's going to be fun. Yeah, let's have a little bit of John, fun. John Gruden backstabbing Doug from the beginning. <laughs> I should be the head coach. Oh my gosh. Yeah, Doug's, wow. Doug's dealt with backstabbers in the building before. He can do it. He's won a that's, Super Bowl. That, that's true. He can do it. Uh, I am surprised by that. I I had. I'm Gruden surprised on by my, it too. Uh, I had him on my list, but I did not uh, like. I was not anticipating uh, taking him as my offensive coordinator. Now, listen, my nerd guide on the Raiders just uh, published today, and there are a couple things here. One is Gruden is very run heavy. Now, this is this iteration of him, although I think. Uh, that iteration of him was uh, as well, even though Ricky Waters always wanted the uh, wanted the ball. But uh, he is heavy West Coast offense, uh, get the ball out, um, yards after the catch. The Raiders offense last year was very good. I mean, they, they had a very good uh, offense last year, especially when you look at kind of the personnel they were working with. So I, I feel like Gruden almost gets a 
Like he's almost like a, you know, like a laughingstock on Twitter or whatever it feels like. Like I think he's a better offensive coach than people give him credit for. But man, you're who are you teaming him up with? Michael Michael Vick is going to run a, a Gruden offense. Ooh, baby. And Jack Garcia. Well, yeah, well, I think Garcia is going to be starting. Doug is still calling the plays. Don't get it twisted. Okay. I'm just getting a little bit of a different uh, personality. Sure, Gruden if will I be, was, Gruden will be great with that. Well, he's a young guy. He's a young guy. He's, he's on the uh, you know the come up. Uh, I would have had I would have had Marty and Brad Childress ranked ahead of him in terms of a like a just down the down the line. But I like the idea of getting a different flavor with Doug because those guys are already bringing sort of the same thing to the table. All right, you're going to be entertaining. I like it. Um, and then. It looks like the only other spot I have open that someone else has open that is worth taking is my uh, is potentially my defensive flex, I guess. And uh, I could go a couple different ways with this. Uh, I certainly could use a little bit of help on the defensive line. Uh, my team of William Fuller, Hollis Thomas, Darwin Walker, and Connor Barwin. I could add an extra edge rusher. Uh, there's a player who I really would like to add in the secondary, but I don't know if it if it makes sense to do it. Uh, and so I'm going to just give me those, those bullets, uh, those fastballs on the defensive line. I need some versatility in, uh, in Hollis Thomas and Darwin Walker. Maybe I want to take one of those guys off the field. Uh, so give me another one-year wonder. Give me Michael Bennett. Really? Whoa! Wow, really? Yeah. Wait, you're taking him as a as a D tackle? I'm taking him as an as my flex defensive lineman. Oh, as your flex as, defensive yes. lineman. Very interesting. Now, why would you well, I don't know if I should Why would I take uh, him I, over, I, you know, Vinnie Curry or What about Chris Long? Well, I want the I want the versatility to go inside. Okay, all right. Cuz I've got two big hog mollies inside. I got to say, I was not expecting Michael Bennett to get drafted, but uh, as an interior pass rusher for uh, for one year, uh, I, I can understand it. Okay. okay. There we go. All right. Um, all right. So I need a defensive coordinator. I need a backup quarterback. I need a left tackle and a defensive tackle. Uh, let's go with the most fun pick here. And a guy that uh, I'm surprised that I'm getting, and a guy, Bo, I thought you were going to go back-to-back with this guy not Jeff Garcia, when you did your mm. back-to-back quarterbacks. And that's Randall Cunningham. And so uh, let, let's get the stipulation out there. You're getting him uh, in 1994 with the Eagles. That was not a great time for him or for the franchise. However, I am getting him at 31 years old. I'm getting him knowing that four years later, at the age of 35, he was unbelievable with the Minnesota Vikings, so he still got it in him. If you put him in the right system with the right coach, which, by the way, he's going to have Andy Reid. He's going to have Frank Reich. He's going to have T.O. He's going to have uh, a very good offensive line. And so uh, I feel great about ha- getting him as my backup quarterback. We know that's important with Carson Wentz. I think I'm really setting up a situation here where Cunningham's going to come in at some point. He is going to light it up. I mean, this is offense in 2020. Now, uh, I did. I was looking deep into this, and so he was not uh, much of a runner at this stage in his career. So you're not going like full, um, you know, if you're talking about Cunningham in his prime, putting that in 2020, man, that would have been sure. uh, a lot of fun. So you're not, you're definitely not getting that guy. So I don't want to act like uh, you are, but in terms of someone who can just drop back and chuck it downfield uh, with weapons and still has a cannon of an arm, 
uh, I feel good. And, um, you know, after we win the Super Bowl this year, we're probably going to have to make some kind of decision uh, at the quarterback position, maybe uh, maybe trade one of these guys for uh, a few first-round picks. I just I, – I it's – romantically, I like it. Uh, and certainly you would think that he, he would translate to today's NFL. And, and I know that it's nice to say that he had that great season with the Vikings. But the only year he's eligible for this team, he was bad. He was very bad. He was uh, 20 – I think he was like the 25th best quarterback in the league. If you look at the Eagles quarterback seasons, it's like 26th out of 31 or something like that. I just – I don't think you can justify – uh, taking him anywhere above the sixth quarterback. I think you could have, but your 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 uh, <laughs> your words are not uh, incorrect. There, um, he was just. You know, I mean, it, even if it was like ninety three, you got it's it's a it's sort of an unfair uh, sample to pull for him. But because of that sample, uh, his I mean, he was he was very bad that year. Well, this is the story of uh, you know his career with with a lack of. Lack of coaching, lack of a supporting cast ahead of his time. And, you know, of course, some of it uh, would certainly be on him. But, um, man, looking at, yeah, he had Fred Barnett and, uh, and Calvin Williams that year. So uh, they were, what were they, 7-7 seven and seven in the games he started. Um, so, yeah, it, it, was not, uh, it was not a great year for him. I think uh, the offensive line was terrible that year. But uh, I, I feel great about him as my backup to Carson Wentz. All right, Zach. So I have two positions on my depth chart that still need to be filled before I do my coaching staff. <laughs> I, I, uh, I have to wait on my what coaching kind of, staff. What kind of authority is this coaching staff going to have when they walk into <laughs> Look, the locker room and everybody knows they the were picked surprise. ahead of them? <laughs> Look, yeah, this is Major I, League Baseball here. Okay, The GM is calling the shots, all right? This is this – is, I'm, I'm, I'm signaling it down. Uh, and I'm, 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 I'm starting with – I'll, I'll, I'll fill my offensive line, my left guard, going John Wilburn. Just a, a solid guard. There, you know, there are other players we can look at there. Isaac Wilburn had, Yeah, and, and Wisniewski. But I I feel comfortable going with Wilburn, given the longevity he had at, at the position, the familiarity he has with Donovan McNabb. So give me John Wilburn. Now, for safety. Okay, I didn't get Ronnie McLeod earlier, as as we documented. <laughs> but I have a trivia question for you guys. Okay, I, I I've been keen on these questions. What safety has the most interceptions by an Eagle during the Jeffrey Lurie era? Oh, mm. mm. is it Mike Zordich? It is not. No, it's not. Are you talking about in a season? In a season, oh, okay. a single season. Uh, then it is. Um, I believe I know who it is. It is uh, Greg Jackson. Yes, and Greg oh, Jackson nice had job. had two more interceptions in a season than Brian Dawkins ever had. Oh, he had here we he go had, with the bow stats coming out. He of had three more <laughs> interceptions in a season than Malcolm Jenkins ever had. Okay, uh, Ronnie McLeod in his entire time here only had two more interceptions than Greg Jackson had in that 1994 season alone. We're talking about two years as the starter for the Eagles. We're talking about 1994 when he had six INTs. Okay, we're we're talking about a durable player. We're talking about someone who, before he got here, was a starter. After he got he after he he left was a starter. Uh, I'm going and you're getting him in the prime of his career. You're getting the uh, up there for the best season in in his career. 
Give me Greg Jackson as my starting safety. So I wanted to uh, – uh, uh, Zorich is interesting, and he's the guy that I sort of wanted as my flex because he looks to me uh, like the perfect – uh 2014 or 2020 linebacker like you you move him in as the third safety he's like yeah he's like nate gary on steroids he was fun to watch um i would have liked 36 number 36 yeah if i didn't have as much need on the defensive line as i had he would have been my my flex guy okay Uh, It, it is weird how i like uh since these were my early memories of, uh, not early, but sort of, you know, I was like 11 ish, I guess, when Lurie, uh, when, when this exercise started. So, all the numbers of all these players, I could tell you. I can't tell you about their highlights, mm. a lot about them, but uh, the, numbers. Num- yeah. the numbers just stick in my head for some reason. All right. Uh, am I up or is you are up? It up? is uh, the second pick of round 26. You have three spots left defensive tackle, left tackle, and defensive coordinator. Okay, uh, this guy's not going to give me a lot of pass rush, but you know what? I don't want to get uh, too cute at defensive tackle. I feel like I need some uh, some beef in there. This guy, I feel like he's one of the widest players I've ever My covered. My favorite body uh, type for, uh, for an NFL player. Yeah, and so 99 starts. Again, we're putting together the up-and-smoke team. He, uh, <laughs> he certainly... <laughs> he sir he certainly is gonna fit there good locker room guy i feel like every all my interactions the guy just had a smile on his Love face him. uh or was laughing and uh that's mike p mike patterson uh to team up with uh, andy Harmon on the inside and so uh it's it's a fun defensive line trent cole brandon graham andy Harmon, and mike patterson mike patterson's fun Uh, I will finish out my offensive line uh, because I have both center and right tackle open. Not the most inspiring picks, but the, uh, the obvious picks at each spot. So I will take Hank Fraley in the middle and Winston justice at right tackle. Mm. And uh, and I think actually Winston justice, like when he was the starting right tackle was a a little bit underrated. He was fine. Um, Starting caliber. So my offensive line is Jason Peters, Evan Mathis, Hank Fraley, Brandon Brooks and Winston Justice. Okay, uh, they really have had a lot of good offense. I mean, I feel like none of us. I'm, my left tackle is not going to be great, but I feel like the the offensive lines are going to be looking pretty solid mm-hmm. uh, across the across the board. Uh, wait, so was that your whole team, Bo? I have no? one spot left, and my my offensive flex left. is my will be my last pick. Okay, uh, all right. So I have two uh, spots here. I need a uh, uh, defensive coordinator and a left tackle. Um, so defensive coordinator was very difficult uh, here. I mean, you have Jim Johnson and Jim Schwartz, you guys took, and then you kind of have a bunch of guys who were here for one year, and then you have uh, uh, Emmett Thomas also as the fourth guy. But you know what? I'm going to take a, take a one-year guy, uh, and I'm going to go – this may surprise – I'm going to go with Bud Carson. Interesting. <laughs> Uh, one year, 1994, you're getting him. Uh, but, uh, you know, a, a smart defensive mind and an innovator reading up on him with those steel curtain teams, um, helping bring the cover to, uh, to the NFL. Uh, you know, that, that 1991 
defense that he was the coordinator of after uh, after Buddy left is is maybe the best of all time. So uh, not getting him uh, for a long period of time. You know, I thought about Sean McDermott, but um, you know, if you're just getting McDermott for that short period of time here, where you know, was it that he wasn't ready? Was it that he was in Jim Johnson's shadow? I don't know. Uh, Todd Bowles obviously went on to do uh, to do better things. I probably, you know, there's a case that I should have gone uh, Emmett Thomas. Um, so I, this one was more on my sort of research than anything else. So uh, if there are readers, listeners who were kind of diehards at that time and want to call me out on it, I'm fine. But uh, I'm going to go with Bud Carson. I was surprised that that McDermott first year in 2009, they were they were third in defensive DVOA. I remember if you, I, I don't know if this would still exist on the internet, but uh, I feel like there was something, there's like a moving the chains post somewhere where I was defending Sean McDermott, uh, like statistically in my, uh, in my very yeah. early days of, uh, of blogging. I mean, and even uh, the so, year he got fired, they were 11th. It's not like they were. Yeah, they weren't a disaster. Yeah, they weren't, they weren't a disaster at all. But all right, I like a, I like a Bud Carson. Okay. All right, Zach, you are going to close out your roster with the, uh, 81st OC. and 82nd pick of the best of the nest draft with your coaching staff. Correct. I'll start with offensive coordinator. <laughs> and uh, look, I, I, I like John Gruden and he was taken. And I was I was compelled to push toward Brad Childress just because I, I, I think some recency bias against Marty. But then I look at, at Marty Mortenweg's run and you're you're looking at at. I, I know we can't judge everything based on yards and points, but top 10 almost every year there, okay? Uh, consistently one of the better offenses, high high power offense, certainly waned off after he left Philadelphia, but give me Marty Mortenweg as my offensive coordinator. I think that's fine. Now, the only question is how is he going to get along with the head man? Well, that is the question, and that question might have a different answer than you think. Who is the head man? Okay, so... Oh, baby. Everyone's, everyone's waiting for me to take Chip Kelly. Chip Kelly won 20 games in his first two years. All right, Chip Kelly was an outstanding coach. Or, or not. I take that back. I take that I take that He was an underrated coach and a very bad personnel guy. Um, no, all right, he was a I solid. Have, uh, uh, look, his teams won games. Okay? Well, they and certainly then, won some. And then he, yeah. he made some, some, some poor games. decisions. But of every coach we're talking about here, only one of them won a playoff game in their That's first right. season. Only one. Juan. We went to the postseason <laughs> two consecutive years. I mentioned 20 wins in Chip Kelly's first two years. This guy had 20 wins in his first two years as well. You know what? I've, 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 I've been accused of defending Chip Kelly here, but... Throughout this entire exercise, I've applied objective, rational thinking. And, <laughs> and that's I how you landed gone, with Kevin Curtis. <laughs> I yeah, haven't that's gone up for debate. <laughs> I haven't gone with with personal favorites. I, I've I, I haven't done anything like that. I've I've just looked at at the numbers, looked at the production, um, and I need to do the same thing here. Ray Rhodes, ten and six, ten and six. Okay. Uh, won that playoff game. In his, in his first year, which Chip Kelly did not do. Uh, lost the playoff game in the second year, I believe, with Ty Detmer as his quarterback. Won with different quarterbacks. I mean, look at Rodney Pete's numbers in 1995 when they when they went to the postseason. Mm, who was the offensive then, coordinator? John Gruden. 
then changed again in 96. And he was undone after Gruden left, and he turns to Dana Bible, and, and, and that clearly didn't work. Uh, but I'm I'm getting Ray Rhodes. He's going to hold together this locker room. Uh, he's he's going to trust Schwartz. He's he's he's, he's going to trust Marty. Ray Rhodes is my head coach. So first of all, wow. Second of all, I think this is the right decision. Uh, it is what it is what I would have done if I was left in this predicament. I would have taken Ray Rhodes as well. But I mean, this is like lifting the lifting the curtain from the Wizard of Oz. This is. Laying everything naked. You're not even taking Chip Kelly here. I I need to go based on the numbers. I need to go based on 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 what happened. I'm not trying to win popularity contests. I'm trying to win games. Oh well, and, Chip Kelly would not have won you a popularity contest. And, uh, and I I look at the at, at the team I assemble. You're also this is and, now like Marty Marty is like the head coach of the offense. Mm-hmm. It's fine, I guess. Jim's. I, I know Ray Rhodes has a great track record as a defensive coordinator, but, uh, I mean, he trusted Emmett Thomas too, right? And he's, he's, he's going to trust Jim Schwartz. Uh, Ray Rhodes is going to connect with these players. He's a former player himself, okay? Um, look, he, he might say something. Well, Chip played in, in high school. In, 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 in pregame meetings that, <laughs> yeah. that, uh, that I don't condone. But uh, I'm, I'm, I'm confident that I've put together the best roster of, of these three. And now Oof, I don't agree. I, so so I'm I'm Billy Bean here saying that you know what it's 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 the roster that matters. It's the GM that that, that matters. Uh, yeah, I don't know Ray how Rhodes you're going to score points, but <laughs> how am I going to score points? I have the best quarterback. I have the best quarterback. I have the and I have the yeah, best offensive line. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, okay. I think it's I think it's the right pick. Uh, abs- I think it's absolutely the right pick. I mean, I I completely disagree with the notion that. Chip Kelly was a good head coach, but his personnel decisions brought him down. I think he was a certainly brought new ideas to the NFL and was successful with them until a lot of other teams started doing them. So I think he has had an influence on the league. But once plan A was figured out, there was no plan B. And so he was not a great offensive mind. He, I mean, he, he since then, he has not uh, you know, done anything. Uh, certainly the relationships with players, it was a big issue. Um, you can't trust him with, you know, whoever your personnel staff is. So uh, just across the board, I feel like Ray Rhodes, you know, the best case scenario is that, like you said, he's delegating to the coordinators. Uh, he's kind of your CEO leader type. And um, yeah, he was, he was coach of the year in 1995. Uh, and I like that you're giving a uh, minority candidate uh, an opportunity, which is a Big problem in the NFL, so uh, I think it's the right. Choice. I think it's. I think you could you could sort of envision an alternate history where if if he had the right coordinators in place and he was just sort of the head guy, things could have worked out for him. But and better talent. Better I mean, talent, listen yeah. to who Zach was just telling who is quarterback. I mean, coaches get fired when they have bad quarterbacks. Exactly. That's really what what's what swayed me is is that uh, when I looked at the quarterbacks that his teams won with. And he 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 did assemble good defenses. I I I like my defense. I I like my my line. Um, he I I thought he maximized what he had when he had it. And now I'm I'm giving him better horses. Yeah, that stretch there. Uh, even with my pick for defensive coordinator, is sort of it's like so hard to judge because man, they were just so loaded early '90s. 
that, uh, you know, it's hard to know what's coaching and what was just these guys being unbelievable and how much was Buddy. Uh, and then as sort of the talent began to, uh, you know, get weeded out or guys left, those types of things, it obviously was different. But, uh, okay, my last pick is not going to be uh, a blockbuster. It's not going to be the most entertaining. Uh, Bo started the, uh, mm. <laughs> the draft seven hours ago with uh, Jason Peters. At left tackle, there were two great left tackles in this draft. I'm not getting either one of them, but you know what? Uh, Halapulavati Vaitai, he's going to be fine. He was he was a left tackle uh, during a playoff and a Super Bowl run. His struggles came mostly when he was inserted into games, in the middle of games when guys got injured. Uh, I'm not worried about it. We'll scheme it up if we need to to help him out. This is a guy who got a $45 million contract on the open market. So this is not a bum. I mean, this is a competent uh, left tackle who you can expect to give you uh, mediocre play, and that's going to be fine given who he is surrounded with. All right. And uh, for Mr. Irrelevant, the 84th overall pick, the final pick of the best of the nest, Jeffrey Lur Eagles draft. I have my offensive flex to fill. Uh, and, I, you know, I would have liked to maybe add a little bit of extra speed on the outside as a, as a wide receiver, but I, I'm, I'm well covered there. Uh, and I want to be able to fully allow Brian Westbrook uh, to play all over the place and not fully rely on him to carry the ball. And so I wasn't expecting to come out with this guy because, you know, the, uh, the pure per rush numbers are a little bit underwhelming. But uh, I need some, somebody between the tackles, some volume. For who, for what? Give me, give me Ricky Waters. I like it. By, by the way, also a heck of a receiver. Yes. I mean, over eight yards per reception, like 1,300 yards there. You know, obviously came up with the – uh, those 49ers offenses where they threw the ball to the uh, backs. But, yeah, I, I certainly uh, I like that pick. Waters and Westbrook, you know, if Westbrook gets a little banged up, you have uh, Waters can certainly carry the load. I think he didn't miss a game, I believe, in those three years uh, with the Eagles. So you got the durability and the upside there. Yeah, I feel very good about that. Uh, all right, why don't, we take, uh, why don't we take a very quick break uh, because it's been, you know, eight straight hours. We'll, we'll look over our rosters and maybe talk about uh, what, what our overall thoughts are. Does that sound good? Wish me. All right. We are back, and we have, uh, you know, taken our time to look over our rosters. And uh, you can do the same, of course. We're going we're gonna to write this up uh, for an article on The Athletic, and then what we'll do from there is we're going to have a, a panel of judges to decide whose team is the best, but one of those votes will be you guys, the listeners, and the subscribers. So if you are not a subscriber – your vote will not count. And of course you can subscribe uh, for 40% off at theathletic.com slash birds with friends. We'll have that up. And of course uh, you can also leave us your thoughts if you want on uh, with a review on Apple podcasts or in the athletic app and the discussion session uh, section for the podcast. But let's, let's talk uh, very briefly because we're going to have another podcast later this week uh, to talk about actual football information. But uh, briefly, what do we think about our rosters? And I'll run them down. We'll start with Zach. Head coach Ray Rhodes, buttressed by Marty Morningweg and Jim Schwartz as his coordinators. Donovan McNabb and Nick Foles at quarterback. His weapons are LaShawn McCoy, Jeremy Macklin, Jordan Matthews, Kevin Curtis, Brent Selleck, and Darren Sproles. His offensive line is Trey Thomas, John Wellborn, Jason Kelsey, Jermaine Mayberry, and Lane Johnson. 
His defense, Hugh Douglas, Fletcher Cox, Corey Simon, Javon Kurse, Jeremiah Trotter, Jordan Hicks, Troy Vincent, Bobby Taylor, Hoselio Hansen, Quinn Michael, Greg Jackson, and the wild card of Jason Babbitt. <laughs> uh, Zach, how do you feel? Yeah, so, so during the podcast, obviously, I was trying to, in, to in inject humor. And, and uh, in, honestly, I, I, I feel fine. There are obviously picks I, I would have gone back and, and, and changed. You think you'll be able to sleep uh, tonight? <laughs> I think this is going to be on my mind tonight. Um, so I'm, <laughs> I, I'll, I'll give a, uh, a quick overcap here, and, or a, a quick overview, rather. Uh, going into it, I was worried about the quarterback situation. I'm very happy that I, I, I came out with McNabb. I definitely did not expect that. I thought he was the obvious number one pick. Uh, I should not have waited on, on the coaching situation. I should not have waited on wide receiver. But I feel, I, I, I feel good about my lines. And I, I wanted to come without with, with strong lines. That was an emphasis. Uh, and I, I, I'm, I'm comfortable with both of those. Looking at it quickly, I think I had my top-rated player at eight different positions. Uh, and, and, and so that's something that, that I, I like when I see, you know, Troy Vincent, Jeremiah Trotter, Hugh Douglas, Fletcher Cox, Lane Johnson, Jason Kelsey, Donovan McNabb, LaShawn McCoy. Uh, so I, I, I do think I have blue chip talent at a lot of these positions. There are some depth questions, you know, for instance, my second safety spot is a question, uh, certainly wide receiver. So I'm, I'm, I'm similar to the early 2000 Eagles in, in that regard. And then I, I, I don't have that, that blue chip head coach, and obviously head coach is important. But I, I feel comfortable with my quarterback and my lines, and I like the fact that this team will be able to compete with, 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 with kind of that foundation. Yeah, I look, at, I look at Zach's team, and I feel like the offense is filled with a lot of solid players. I don't see like the the firepower, the uh, explosiveness. At the skill spots, correct? Yeah. yeah, and so I feel like you would almost need like you're putting a lot on Marty. I feel like you know if you would have got Doug or Andy with this squad, I may feel better. Feel like all right, they can they can scheme it up and make some things happen. And so that would be my question mark. That in the NFL in 2020, are you going to be able to keep pace with the uh, most high powered offenses? in the in the NFL uh your defensive line is uh outstanding i mean man curse Hugh Douglas Fletcher Cox Corey Simon I think the co you you got the the combination of the, the two, two best, best defensive, defensive tackles, tackles is really yeah. impressive it's nice to see yeah uh your your starting corners outstanding your, your all your corners are outstanding uh question at uh at safety there so uh yeah that's kind of my overall feeling of that squad you gotta you gotta win with rushing the passer i think uh i think schwartz might uh schwartz will probably like the squad you know he's not gonna have to blitz a lot he's gonna be able to get home with four and uh you're gonna have to find ways to uh to maybe scheme it up a little bit on, on offense to scheme up explosive plays or count on a high degree of efficiency and uh Sheil and i's team will try to get uh, jeremiah trotter out in open space all right Sheil, your team andy reed Frank Reich, what a combination. This is the stuff that your dreams are made of. Um, <laughs> Bud Carson running the defense. Carson Wentz with uh, 94, Randall Cunningham as his backup. Miles Sanders, T.O., Alshon Jeffrey, Dante Stallworth, Zach Ertz, Deuce Staley, an offensive line of Halapulavati Vaitai, Todd Harriman's, Jamal Jackson, Sean Andrews, and John Runyon. 
the defensive line, Trent Cole, Mike Patterson, Andy Harmon, and Brandon Graham, and the back seven of Michael Kendricks, Nigel Bradham, Sheldon Brown, Lito Shepard, Al Harris, Brian Dawkins, Michael Lewis, and Brandon Boykin. A team uh, of your childhood and a team that likes to uh, burn up a little bit of lettuce. Yeah, nothing, nothing wrong with yeah. that. Uh, yeah, I, I came into it, you know, uh, so I had kind of two scenarios. My one scenario was that, Bo, you were going to take uh, Peterson or Reed with the first pick. And so if that were the case, I was going to take whichever one you didn't with the second pick so that I wasn't left uh, without a coach. The other scenario was I thought, uh, you know, you were going to take maybe a, a quarterback uh, maybe a, a different player. And in that case, I thought uh, I kind of decided again at the last minute last night, uh, I want Brian Dawkins on my team. So I'm going to go ahead and take him and then I'll figure it out at quarterback if I need to. When it first started, I thought whichever one you take, I, I would take, you know, like if you took a quarterback, I would take a quarterback. If you took a coach, I would take a coach because being at that number two spot, then I could get the top two in both those areas. But uh, I'm happy I got Dawkins and I still got Reed uh, later and I still got Wentz. So uh, I'm happy uh, about those three picks. Uh, I, I like my squad. Uh, I think it, uh, it fell the way I was hoping to in a number of different areas. Um, you know, I wonder if maybe I should have taken like a, a Jeremy Macklin uh, or a different wide receiver maybe a little bit earlier to pair with T.O. That was something I sort of went uh, went back and forth on. Uh, but overall, have uh, I have no that complaints. Helps. I do have Ertz. Yeah, I mean, I have Ertz, T.O., Alshon. Uh, so that's a, that's a good uh, pass-catching group with Dante Stallworth. So my issue is going to be longevity. You know, I'm glad we're, we got to win in 2020 <laughs> because th- this, isn't gonna, this isn't built to last uh, with T.O., with Dante Stallworth, with Randall as my backup, with Bud Carson, even with Frank Reich. Uh, I got a lot of guys, uh, you know, who are going to perform at a high level for a couple of years here, and then I'm going to have to move on. But looking at sort of Wentz as the leader on offense, uh, looking at Brian Dawkins as the leader on defense, having one, two, three, four, five, six defensive backs who I like and play a lot of dime, uh, I feel good about the squad. I feel good about the chemistry. Uh, you know, you got to get goosebumps thinking about this coaching staff game planning <laughs> on a Monday or t- Monday or Tuesday. I mean, man, they're going to give us an edge every week. So, so my impressions here is you have three Hall of Famers. Okay, uh, you have Brian Dawkins and and, and T.O. who are in the Hall of Fame, and then Andy Reid, who's who's one day going to be in the Hall of Fame. Well, Frank Reich too. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's a, that's that's a really good place to start. I I I like the 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 to Earth combination. I'm a little concerned about the offensive line, or, or at least left at least left tackle. You oh, know how dare you? You I think it's fair know, to say it's the weakest of yeah. the three offensive lines. Yeah. Please, um, it's fine. Left tackle. <laughs> and then uh, I I like the edge rushers. I don't like the interior there, uh, but you know. The secondary is a major strength, and like you said, you're talking about the modern-day NFL. You can play dime. I like that group quite a bit. All right, and then my team, uh, which had the number one overall pick, I have Doug Peterson as my head coach, John Gruden as my offensive coordinator, and Jim Johnson as my defensive coordinator. My quarterbacks are Michael Vick and Jeff Garcia. My weapons are Brian Westbrook, Deshaun Jackson, Irving Fryer, Fred Barnett, Dallas Goddard, and Ricky Waters. 
My offensive line is Jason Peters, Evan Mathis, Hank Fraley, Brandon Brooks, and Winston Justice. My defense, William Fuller, Hollis Thomas, Darwin Walker, Connor Barwin, William Thomas, D'Amico Ryans, Asante Samuel, Eric Allen, Patrick Robinson, Malcolm Jenkins, Rodney McLeod, and Michael Bennett as my flex. And, uh, you know, I had thought a lot about what to do with that first pick. I didn't feel like the difference between Doug and Andy was, uh, was huge in either direction, and I uh, didn't really love the idea of taking a, co- uh, a head coach first. And I didn't, think that the, I didn't think that quarterback required the number one overall pick. Certainly if we were talking about, like, building a team from scratch, that's the most important position. But given the uh, constraints of the draft, I thought that uh, it made more sense to wait. And uh, I was very happy to have Jason Peters. Uh, as I look at the team, I feel like even if I, even if I do have – you know, the, the third best quarterback. I think the upside of Michael Vick in 2010 is, uh, is fantastic. I have the uh, offensive line to protect him. And I do think that I have the best uh, set of weapons uh, of the three of us. Uh, I, would, I, w- I do wish I had a better defensive line. I think that's fair to say. Uh, but with Jim Johnson calling plays on defense, I feel, uh, I feel like my team's going to be able to, to get things done there. So I feel good. I think if, uh, if in today's NFL offense wins, I feel best about my offense relative to uh, the other two teams. Oh, what? Insanity. With Michael Vick and Jeff Garcia, you feel the best about that. I uh, do. I think you're overrating your, uh, your weapons. I think uh, Westbrook and Deshaun are great. You know, Fryer, Barnett, and Goddard. I'm not writing home about that, uh, that, that filling out the, uh, the top five there. I, think that's, I have three of the top five receivers on my board. Well, okay. Your board wasn't great. wasn't uh, accurate then. So, so, so I go lumber around I, with Alshon. Some I agree with 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 what Bo said about his uh, skill guys, and and you know I, I I think there's some good pieces on on defense. My uh, criticism here would be quarterback, and and the way I see it, there are are, are really three kind of foundation pieces that had a drop off after the top two spots, and that was uh, coach, quarterback, and left tackle. And you chose to address left tackle. Um, I chose to address quarterback, uh, and and uh, and and she awaited on left tackle. You know, so so I, I'm 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 slim at head coach. She's slim at, at left tackle. Bo is slim at quarterback. I would just feel more comfortable like having that that quarterback spot solid. So I was surprised you did not go McNabb or Wentz, perhaps number one. Um, but, but other than that, I, I like the roster and I like, the do you staff. now I, having I gone through it, Zach, do you wish you had gone, uh, you know, head coach instead of Trey Thomas with that fourth pick? Yes. Yeah. Having gone through it, I, I, I would have gone McNabb Andy. And I think you guys can say this now would, would Trey have fallen to that Hugh Douglas spot? Well, that's up to shield. Would you have taken Trey yeah. with one of the, your next two picks shield? No, no, I would not have. So then, yeah. So then what I, I, I would have done was. I should have done was gone McNabb, Andy, and then Cox, Trey Thomas. And I, I would have felt very good about that uh, because I, I think that the Hugh Douglas pick, I, I wanted a really good pass rush, but uh, I could have waited on that and I, I should have addressed head coach earlier. So, so I didn't you, have that deficiency. So if you went McNabb, Andy, I would have gone Doug. Right. So then I would have been the one waiting on head coach, which is what I, which was what I was expecting to happen. But okay. would you have gone Wentz there? I, oh yes, I would have taken Wentz. Oh, I would have gone right. Wentz, Jim Johnson. So Since I would have been left be... without a quarterback. I, I mean, probably I... would have done similar to you. I would have done like a uh, 
I would have picked two of the next uh, group and taken them. At some right, point. exactly. I had it okay. as my my guess for what it was going to be was Peters, Dawkins, uh, Reed, Cox, Peterson, Deshaun. That's what I thought the first six picks was going to be. No, no, Wentz. We Sorry, Wentz instead of Deshaun. So a uh, a reader Joshua chimed in during the draft oh. and 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 gave his four round mock draft for what he expected. Oh, wow. well, let's hear it. And uh, and he expected Bo to go Wentz one, Shield to go Dawkins two, Zach to go oh. McNabb three. Then Zach to go, Peters four, Shield to go, Jim Johnson five. Oh. Um, yeah, I think the, del- Trey- the delta on Jim Johnson is pretty high. Yeah. Uh, Bo to go, Trey Thomas six. Bo to go, Jason Kelsey seven. Mm. Shield to go, Fletcher Cox eight. Zach to go, Peterson nine. Zach to go, Lane Johnson ten. Shield to go, Deshaun Jackson eleven. Bo to go, Trent Cole twelve. Okay. Mm. That's fine. All right. All right. So. Definitely do what Bo said. We will be uh, posting a piece about this on The Athletic. That will be your official vote. But if you have comments, if you have questions you want us to address, uh, let, let's get those reviews popping a little bit on uh, on Apple Podcasts and also on the uh, on the Athletic app. Those, you know, we get a couple of trickle in here and there, but we haven't been begging you for them recently. So uh, this was a fun exercise. This is, uh, you know, three hours of uh, of podcast. Hopefully, you can listen to, and hopefully, it was fun. So we want to hear your uh, feedback, your favorite moments, your uh, most questionable pick, your favorite pick, best value, all those different types of things. So get in those places. Definitely comment and. Uh, we are going to theoretically have some actual 2020 hmm. football to uh, maybe talk about. So we're let's, gonna do another let's not get podcast. into that on this episode. Let's <laughs> okay. Well, I'm just telling people we're going to have another podcast. This yes, week. that's right. And, and by the way, the over under, if, if, if we set it at three hours, it has now been three hours and one minute, but we did take uh, two breaks during that period. Okay. So were you trying to extend it? So we get to the three hours. No, no, not at all. Uh, All right. right. See ya. Well, that'll do it uh, for this episode, these pair of episodes for Zach and Sheil and our esteemed producer, uh, Marissa, who has dragged through uh, three hours of this nonsense. We thank you for listening. We'll talk to you Thursday and as always, we love you.